What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, though, let's talk about Dak Prescott tonight. That is the idea of the show. It is crazy to me that, and I will include myself, I will blame myself for this, but it feels like we have under-talked about Dak this offseason. He is one of the biggest question marks on the Cowboys to-do list. He is one of the most pressing matters that the Cowboys should get to. But for some reason, we're acting very casual about it. And maybe, and I have a, a, a few working theories about why this is the case, but think about it. We've talked a lot about the wide receiver group having added Brandon Cooks, we talked a lot about Stephon Gilmore joining the defense. We talked a lot about Mike McCarthy taking over the entire offense. But we have not talked about the fact that that Dak Prescott extension is urgent. And it has been so different from our conversations back in 2019, back in 2020. For some reason, we don't even seem to care these days. And part of my theory as to why that is, is one, We've done this before. Like we were here in 2019 and we were here in 2020. But back then, maybe we were just scared that the Cowboys would mess around just enough for Dak to end up elsewhere. And maybe this time around, we know that they are committed enough to him to have signed him to a $160 million contract back in 2020. So we are confident somewhat that he's going to get re-signed at some point, that he's going to get extended is the right word here. And number two, we just think it's already, we already think it's going to happen because of what Stephen Jones has said, what Jerry Jones has said, what Dak Prescott himself has said, but still hasn't been done. And I think at the very least, we need to have a conversation about it. So right now, welcome everyone into the show. Do me a favor, hit the like button, and here is the <laughs> double R says that I missed a button on the shirt. There you go. <laughs> Mo loves V Nexus 6 to midnight. I don't know, for some reason, this is like a polo shirt that, you know, should should be, should look better with the first one. For some, I think it has three buttons. Anyways, enough about my shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, from one to 10, how confident are you? in Dak Prescott's extension getting done this year. Let me know in the chat. We'll get into the Freeman Mazda stat of the week later, by the way. In the meantime, let me say hi to all of you. <clears throat> Shout out to Double R with the clothing revisions tonight on Primetime. Shout out to Toxic Tom, Double R, uh, Russell. We've got Rolando as well, watching from South Texas. Katharina, Bruce, shout out to you, sir. Katharina goes with a 10. She is that confident. Dwayne Brown is also 
coming in with the 10. Russell goes with the 3. Lance Bell goes with the 8. Gregory with the 9. 6 to midnight uh, with the 4. John says Dak should restructure his contract to help out Dallas financially. I will just say, though, we shouldn't use restructure when that is the intent. Like, a restructure, I mean, well, unless we're literally talking about a restructure, it has already happened in 2023, so that is good. But if, John, if you mean something like a pay cut, that's different from a restructure. And I don't think there's a world in which that happens, honestly. Gregory goes with a nine. Gilbert goes with a seven. Toxic Tom says zero. Mo, I have been hearing about this for months. Nothing. We know what's going to happen with this. Uh, I will admit, I will admit that back in March or even before March, I was all in on this. Like I was a 10 fully just get, get it done already. It's probably already done. They just have to announce it. That was my mindset before March. And we had shows about that back then talking about how it was bound to happen. Yes or yes, right? That was the, the, the full notion. I'm still very confident that it will get done. I'm going to say a solid nine at this moment. I think it makes too much sense. I think that's what the Cowboys want to do. And I don't see it happening any other way. For those of you who are maybe questioning, why is it a must? Why is it so urgent? Why is it so pressing? Here are the financials behind Dak Prescott's current situation with the Dallas Cowboys. In 2023, he is set to count 27 million, rounding it up, 27 million towards the cap, which is a pretty manageable number. It is a high one. It is a high one. Don't don't get it wrong. Uh, it is definitely a quote-unquote raise from what we had seen in years before. Talking just about the cap number, so I'm not talking about how much he's actually making. I'm not talking about guaranteed money. I'm not talking about anything of that nature. I'm just saying it's a manageable number, but it's a high one compared to previous years. In 2024, just to give you an idea, that number more than doubles. It goes from 27 million to 60 million, 59.4 to be precise. That would make him the second quarterback with the highest cap hit in the NFL. The only other guy who you could compare his numbers to would be the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson, who signed that insane fully guaranteed deal very recently, who was at like $64 million in, in cap hit, right? To give you another idea... Number three on the list, so it's uh, Deshaun at $64 million, Dak Prescott at $60 million. Number three on the list is Kyler Murray, and he is at $51 million. And every other QB is at below 50 In other words, he is not, and this is very important, he won't play with that number next year. He just won't. The Cowboys will not go into the 2024 season working with a $59 million cap hit for their quarterback. Something will happen. And I believe that that is going to be the extension. But I also wonder 
Dak Prescott, like the only reason why I'm not not going with the 10 in my confidence level of an extension is Dak Prescott has bet on himself before. And if the Cowboys are not throwing very attractive offers at the table and they're not offering him deals, I will say it, similar to the ones that Lamar Jackson just got and similar to the one that Jalen Hurts just got with the Eagles. And I'm talking about over $50 million per year in average value per year. <clears throat> he's not going to, he's not going to, you know, cape. Dak Prescott is not going to give the Cowboys a discount. He is going to receive one of those contracts. He is going to become one of the highest paid quarterbacks again in the NFL. That is happening. I have no doubts about it. So, yeah, I, I, I might have a little bit of, you know, fear maybe that the Cowboys are going to mess around again and, and face this situation in which they, they have to just panic next year because there is no extension done and they need to get one done in order to have a cap that they can work with. Otherwise, it will be impossible. It will be impossible for Dak Prescott to occupy $60 million of next year's salary cap. It is it is uh, $59.4 million. Just going to go into the comments there really quickly. Mark Aaron says it's actually 48.5 million cap hit in 2024, Mo. Not 60, but still a high number. It's actually 59.4 million dollars in cap space occupied for Dak Prescott in 2024. Not entirely sure, and I'm trying to find where that 48.5 is coming from, but it is not that. It is 59.4 million dollars according to over the cap. It's very important because, you know, even even that 48.5 cap hit would be somewhat somewhat uh, manageable, quote unquote, with a restructure. But this, even with a restructure, would be pretty high. Just to give you an idea, if you go from 60 million, like, okay, let's let's play this game a little bit here. And let me tell you why. There's a huge difference between those two numbers and why it's important for us to know it is actually 59.4. If the Cowboys restructure Dax deal next year, which, boy, it's after 2024, then you're pretty much bringing it, and I'm going to round up some numbers here, you're bringing the cap hit down to 40 million. After bringing it down, it's going to be 40 million. That's that, that puts it into perspective of how you cannot work with that number. It's got to be an extension because you got to add the years. You got to repackage the whole thing and give Dak Prescott a signing bonus that you can prorate over five years or something like that. It is, it is going to have to be something massive because that 48.5 figure, you could restructure it and feel pretty confident about working it into the future and maybe having another year to reach that extension or something like that. But it's that urgent. It is that urgent right now. Now, there's the other part of things that I know it's going to be more controversial, and it has already started, by the way, in the chat. John says, if 
no playoffs, then Dak is done. Vili says, I cannot see Jerry Jones waiting any longer than this year for the big game. Mel says, Dak has not won anything to get a contract like that. He led the league in interceptions. And this is like, you know, already starting. Russell says, Dak is definitely not worth that. And this is where I, I knew this was going to come up. I, I knew that this was going to come up. And I hate to break it to you. But the QB market is not exactly a meritocracy. I mean, it is in some way. But you don't become the highest paid quarterback because you're the best. And we've gone over this countless times. But if, if, if we need to go through it again very quickly, here's my quick review of things. The, the market is not going to pay the best quarterback, best money, and the second best quarterback, and the second best money. It's not going to work like that. Because what it's going to happen is, do you want a franchise QB? Do you want somebody like Dak Prescott, who has consistently been one of the best QBs, at least numerically, and you can tell me that numbers don't matter, etc., for his entire career, also one of the most winning QBs since he started his season? Yes, he doesn't have that NFC Championship game. He doesn't have that Super Bowl. But like we talk about winning games, and pretty much a only a handful of QBs are up there with Dak Prescott in games won since 2016. But anyways, my point here is, is do you want somebody like that who is a top 10, heck, even top 15 guy? Or do you want to play the same game that many of these other teams are playing in which, you know, we're going to see Desmond Ritter start for the Falcons this year. The Tennessee Titans currently have Ryan Tannehill. They have Will Levis. And they have Malik Willis. There's the Colts, who, you know, things might change this year because they took Anthony Richardson in the NFL draft. But before that, it was Matt Ryan. Before that, it was Carson Wentz. And before that, it was Phillip Rivers. The Saints are going to be starting Derek Carr. And who knows, maybe Derek Carr does bounce back. I'm not entirely against Derek Carr. But my point here is, it's not a matter of who is the best and the second best and the third best. And, you know, us thinking that people are not worth it because they have not won in the playoffs as if a QB by himself would define that. And I know he played bad in the playoffs, by the way, before uh, it, it wasn't a, I mean, specifically versus the 49ers. But anyways, it's a matter of market, man. It, Dak knows that if he is not given the $50 million per year by the Cowboys, he's going to get them elsewhere. And he will get them elsewhere because a team like the ones that I mentioned earlier are not going to hesitate to pay Dak Prescott that contract. That's why, yes, he is worth that money because you don't want to be in that situation in which you don't have a quarterback. Now, let's get real here for a moment. Let's stop acting like Dak Prescott is a terrible quarterback or something like that. He did lead the league in interceptions. But come on, we've gone over it. First and foremost, many of them were not even his fault. And I'm not going to make excuses for Dak, as I said earlier. Like, for example, that game versus the 49ers was pretty ugly. I 
I was really disappointed when that game happened because I thought there were several opportunities in which he could have stepped up but didn't. But I'm not going to blind myself and I'm not going to be all biased by recency bias and, and pretend like that is the version that we have seen always of Dak Prescott because it's not. It's not. And you look at EPA per play plus completion percentage over expectations, you know, those numbers that really matter, he is ninth in the NFL over the last couple of years. You look at success rate, he is third in the NFL behind only Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And then we can get into the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to do so. Dak Prescott is a heck of a deep passer. Here we go. Freeman Mazda, stat of the week. As we do every Wednesday night, we need to dive into the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. And in this case, I have one that really reflects just how good Dak Prescott was when bombing opposing defenses. Now, a little bit of context, though, because it's part of the stat of the week. Dak Prescott was ranked number four in the entire NFL by next-gen stats in terms of being the best deep passer in the NFL. He was ranked as the fourth best in that area. But it becomes even more impressive. And more than that, I, I'm looking forward to 2023 because of the following. According to next-gen stats, only CD Lamp caught two or more deep passes in the Cowboys. And Dak still got over 28 EPA expected points added when throwing the football deep, which is a very high mark. He still had one of the best completion percentage over expectations in the NFL. He had one of the best deep passing scores in the entire league. Once more, he ranked number four. And that was with a wide receiver group that didn't do much for him in the first place. Now you are adding Brandon Cooks to the equation who thrives in that area because he's fast as heck, because he has great footwork, because he will make defenders hesitate and he will create those, those opportunities. And it won't only be about Brandon Cooks. It will be about what he does for CD Lamp as well. So that's the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, do you agree or disagree? And let me know in the chat. Dak Prescott is still a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Let me know in the chat. While you do that, and before I give you my answer, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because as always, it is time for us to discuss the Freeman Mazda ride of the week. A family-owned business has been so for over 65 years, and you can check out their cars at their car dealership in Irving, Texas, and also at their website, where you can see their wide range of new and used vehicles and go through the features of every car, pictures of the inside and outside of every vehicle, and yes, also the ride of the week. In this case, the 2023 Mazda CX-50 2.5 S select all wheel drive, which is starting at $31,070. It's got blind spot monitor, rain sensing wipers, 
Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto and a fuel economy of 24 miles per gallon in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are on the highway. Make sure that you check it out over at FreemanMazda.net. Do me a favor, by the way, and hit the like button for me. That's the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. Hit the like button for me if you enjoy the show. Let's see here. Maurice Jackson says, yes, he will definitely win a championship. And Maurice also adds, oh, by the way, the Eagles are overrated. <laughs> Mark Andrews says, agree. Catherine says, agree for sure. Agree for Gregory. Let's see who else is around here giving us opinions about the quarterbacks. Lance Bell says, man, Cooks will be amazing to see. Dak's not top 10, but he's top 12. All right, I, I will. I will take that. I will take that. Danny Savage says Freeman Mazda has a better front office than Dallas. They do. They do. They support the right shows and the right media outlets. That's just my opinion, though. I might be biased. Who knows? Six to Midnight says that's why I say after the season, after this season, if he can't do it with the team that we are putting on the field, then the clear issue is our leader, number four. Who else can we blame after all this? Kellen Moore is gone. I, for one, would like to see how things play out. Like, even if, I mean, what does can do it mean, right? Because if Dak Prescott goes out there and he has a good season and they make it far, but they lose an absolute shootout game, 42 to 35, and I'm just making up an extreme case here. We cannot say that, oh, Dak Prescott couldn't do it. We just can't. We need to know the context. And it's one of the unfair things about being a quarterback in the league. It's just how it goes. Ines says that she agrees. Gregory also agrees. Definitely top 10. is double R. I do think Dak Prescott is a top 10 QB in the NFL. I do think so. I think that the numbers prove so. And to prove that, you know, we're not just out here making excuses for Dak and making him look great and all of that. I also don't think that he will ever crack into that really elite group of guys. I think that he won't really be ever in that conversation with, you know, Joe Varro, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen in the following sense. I'm not saying that, you know, he won't do certain things better than them. I'm saying that I do think that the very best QVs in the NFL separate themselves from the rest specifically because of their ability to, one, recover from broken plays and then do something insane on those plays that basically is the, the one factor. I think that if you put together the top 12, top 10 QVs in the league and you look at accuracy, and you look at arm power, and you look at the processing and all of that, uh, they're, they're going to be very, very tight together. But what Dak, what, what Mahomes has and what Burrow has is that they can suddenly make something out of nothing at a very consistent rate. Can, because Dak can do it, but maybe it's not as consistent. And something that I always praise about Dak is his ability to be kind of like this supercomputer as, that, as Nate Tice has called him before on the Athletic Football Show. And he has talked about him as 
him being a robot because he really is so good reading the entire field pre-snap and post-snap and just scanning the offense and making a decision quickly. His process is very clean and he's very consistent in that way. That's how he operates. That's the kind of quarterback that he is. I think that if you're the Cowboys and you're sitting down and you're figuring out how do I get there? How do I get to the Super Bowl? Every realistic answer includes Dak Prescott. Every realistic answer. I still think he's one of the biggest reasons why Cowboys fans should be excited about their team. Why, if you're looking at the NFC East, why you should think that the Cowboys can win it, it's mainly because of the QB. And it's nothing against Jalen Hurts. I think that Jalen Hurts is actually good. I'm not going to hate on him. I'm not going to hate on the Eagles that, in my opinion, have a great roster even after some losses this offseason. And they make everything look easy. But I still think that, you know, Dak versus Hurts in a situation in which both have to go and win the game, I'm putting my money on Dak Prescott, especially with the way that the Cowboys have curved out the Eagles secondary even last year it happened. And I'm very intrigued about what Mike McCarthy's arrival at the team as a play caller and as an offensive architect means. Because I do think that McCarthy's biggest strength is the fact that he has a very QB-friendly approach to things. And he will really give Dak another perspective maybe in terms of pass pro, in terms of the QB's cool but built for McCarthy's offense even if it's similar to what the Cowboys ran in, in years past. I'm excited about that side of things. And I'm excited about Brandon Cooks being on the team. And I do think that, for example, last year, wide receivers were somewhat of an issue here and there. Even though I thought that Michael Gallup was going to be ready to go, I, I was proven wrong there. I am looking forward to seeing what Brandon Cooks brings to the tape and, and really that weapon that we have not seen before. So, yeah, I'm somewhat excited about this season, as you can see, with, with Dak and everything. I think that they have a chance to win the NFC East. And, yes, I think that sometimes we can forget about Dak Prescott. And I do think that it's urgent for the Cowboys to extend him because you don't want to get into a situation in which you are scared about whether or not you will re-sign him next year or not. Just get it done. You're going to pay him anyways. Why not do it now when you have consistently regretted not getting these extensions done in time before? Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show tonight. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to lift the curtain a little bit here, a little bit behind the scenes. I had trouble. I had trouble coming up with today's show because i have i have a lot of ideas that i want to get to during this dead period but some of them take a lot of time like i want to do the install thing i want to do a projection post mini camp and that should come maybe tomorrow i'm not sure maybe tomorrow maybe on sunday uh, but i want to do all of that but it, it takes time putting those together so i want to do graphics for you guys etc uh, but I said, you know what? Let's talk about Dak because he was on my mind already. I was talk, I was thinking about all of this that I just talked to you about. And I said, you know, that's actually the show. That's actually the show. If it's already on my mind, why not explore it? 
Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining the show. Do me a favor, and if you enjoyed it, though, hit the like button for me. It takes about one fraction of a second, and it really makes a difference in putting this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. Thanks so much. As always, Primetime brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Make sure that you check out the ride of the week. And I hope that you guys have a fantastic Wednesday night. Thank you to John. Thank you to Katharina, Bruce, Ines, Toxic, all of you guys. I know that you guys want index cards, maybe sometimes. Uh, Gregory says, you didn't answer my question. How many drop passes did Dak have last year? I don't have it right now, but I can hit you with it tomorrow night. Just make sure you remind me, please. I don't have the exact number right now. See you guys tomorrow night. And bye-bye. Nos vemos.